All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's right. We're back on the talk of shame. It's been a while. I'm sorry. Last you heard from us, we were drinking tequila on a beach. We're back in the SIG house now doing an episode. We have the one and only, what was it? What was it Zebulon what? Zebulon Lee Thompson. Zebulon Lee Thompson. Rolls off the tongue. It does. It's, it's clean. Without Quite a doubt. Um, I was named after a, a, a vagina. <laughs> <laughs> Who? It was a nice vagina. So okay. your dad named your mom's vagina Zebulon Lee Thompson? No, no. My my mom's vagina. I wasn't named after my own mom's vagina. Oh, okay. It was another vagina. It was some other chick that my dad fucked. (laughs) That's awesome. That's great. Zeb here is a is a chef here at the uh, the top here on Wilmington College. This is our cafeteria. Uh, how do you, do you enjoy interacting with uh, college students every day? Or uh, yeah, that's you probably do. the only part of the job that I like. Yeah, serving food. You know, the rest of it can lick my butt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're like never enough stuff. You know, sure. They're like here, take this little amount of stuff and feed people, and then try not to get people mad when you run out. But then you run out. Oh, definitely. Uh, yeah. They never give you enough. Now, in our conversations, you said you, you've traveled quite a bit. Haven't you? Oh, yeah, yeah. For yeah. like yeah. for for stuff like that. So I used where, to play music a lot. Where where a few places that you wait? You played music. Were you oh, in a yeah. band? Yeah. What was your band called? Give, I was in. Give uh, a little shout out. Quite a few bands. I was in uh, uh, Vicariously Indecisive. That was a band. That's that one cool of the name. bands. I that was is in. a badass name. Uh, Vicariously Indecisive. I toured with uh, Mushroomhead. And I was okay. a guest vocalist for Mushroom Head. Okay. And I toured the country as Zebulon of Babylon. Zebulon. That is badass. Come on. Yeah. What kind of what kind, what was the genre yeah. you were looking at? Uh, there? We'll look it up. <laughs> Zebulon of Babylon. Spotify. Were you guys like a Zebulon of Babylon? You guys were like rock and roll. Oh no, Zebulon of Babylon's acoustic music. But really, uh, okay. And mostly metal. Where's, where do your real passions lie? Are you more of a metal guy, more of an acoustic guy? Like, do you lean one yeah. way, or do you have appreciations for both? You know, sometimes I like to pee, sometimes I like to poop. <laughs> Depends. Yeah. All right, so here's the question. Are you a, a reach around, lift up the cheek wipe, or are you an underneath yeah. wipe? Yeah, which way do well, you go? Do you go back say, to front, front to back, or do you come I'm, in front to back, front back to front? You know, it's this, this is like a question we ask a lot of Yeah, I'm, I'm only slightly overweight. You know, so it's regular from like back to the whatever. You oh, know? so you're so you're leaning forward. But then I have I have to call my mom in to wipe to finish it. Really? No, I'm, well, yeah. <laughs> Occasionally, my mom Every has to come in and finish. You have a I'm like mom. <laughs> are you done making that meatloaf? <laughs> mom lasagna. I can that that's from uh, Wedding Crashers. Yeah. yeah, love that movie. Mom, the meatloaf. Actually, fuck. If anybody, my mom's single. By the way. Oh, Anybody perfect. Said, is she in town? She said, well, my dad's been dead for like six years. So, sure, sure. Yeah. So she's looking to get some. She's probably. looking to get back in the game. Yeah. yeah there's no, no, nothing wrong with that. Man. Never too old to get back in it. Right. Well, you know how like people in other cultures are always trying to sell off their moms and sisters, you know. Our sisters really? are single, too. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, that? 
One of them's 50. <laughs> and the other one's 43. Hell yeah. All right, what's their, what's their uh, land-owning situation? Yeah, do they own much land? Or? That's yeah. what I'm interested in. Yeah, on the financial side. My sister side that's 50. She is the uh, vice president of one of our homes out of uh, Austin, Texas. Really? You should let me get her number. <laughs> All you got to do is get on Facebook, you know. Her name's Cindy Thompson. Shouts out to Cindy Thompson. Uh, then I got another Someone sister. We'll be getting a message. This one right here? Yeah. Probably cross paths with her once or twice, yeah. Oh, yeah. Live in that Walmart, pretty much, yeah. Yeah. We look a lot alike, except she's a female, so she's good looking. <laughs> yeah. Minus the facial hair. But your yeah. beard's looking great today. She doesn't have facial hair. Yeah. I think she shaves. You think so? Well, yeah, you know. Not guaranteed. <laughs> it's not guaranteed. It's possible Allegedly. this month it happened. Allegedly. So, really like when women have that, that uh, what's it called, the Hitler mustache? The Hitler stache, yeah, it's just yeah. kind of the there. Little, like, Tiny black strands that they I have get to tell women to, No, no, not, the, not their upper lip. Well, which lip? Which upper lip? <laughs> the mouth upper lip. Oh, no, I'm not talking about that. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I'm talking okay. about the south the, mouth. The, yeah. The For south sure. mouth yeah. Uh, Hitler mustache thing. Yeah, the, the landing <laughs> you guys strip ever, almost. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like Except a good landing strip every strip. Yeah. You can't quite land Just like, no. Mm. Yeah. You know? It's just enough. It's My joke's not big enough for it to be landing strip. All right, so I want to go back to... Your your tour life. What was yeah. what was the coolest? Where was the what was the coolest spot you ever went to on tour? Like you, you said, you toured with Mushroom Head um, and stuff like that. So what? Where was the coolest with spot? Mushroom Head, Cleveland, probably. Cleveland, yeah, the Agora. Oh yeah, that's an open. awesome place. Brent's from Cleveland. So oh yeah, you know, Mushroom there. Head on Halloween. That was at awesome. the Agora, that Agora awesome. Theater. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Sweet. And when was, I was hanging out with them, adrenaline, like dude, I couldn't. Even yeah, imagine. performing on stage. Tell us a little bit about that. Well. Uh, at first, it's like nerve-wracking, mm-hmm. you know, when you first start doing it. Then after a while, you think everybody's just making fun of you, you know. <laughs> They're like, yeah, can I get your autograph? And you're like, yeah, you I fucking dick. <laughs> you know, because you think you're, they're bullshit. You think they're patronizing you. Right, right. Yeah. At first, you're like, yeah, these people are making fun of me right sure. now. You know. But then, like, the did best you ever... thing ever that happened ever, though, was I was taking a shit. And it was backstage because... At a lot of venues, they don't put toilet paper up front. Sure. Because yeah. they don't want you taking the shit there. Mm-hmm. It's not because whatever. If there's toilet paper in there, you're lucky. Yeah. Because they don't keep toilet paper there. They want you to leave. And this is in the, the bathroom toward the front? This is any show. Okay. Any, yeah, yeah. Anytime you go to a concert, right. they're not going to have very much toilet paper. Okay. For a reason. Just because they don't want you to shit. So yeah. I went backstage, and I was like, it was a head pee and mushroom head. Mm-hmm. And my band, Vicariously Indecisive at the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was backstage taking a shit. And then all of a sudden, I heard all these females in there, you know. And then somebody was obviously having sex with like three females, and I was like, "Sure." In the bathroom, like in the toilet stall, <laughs> and then they I, they heard me, and the dude kicked the toilet door, the door to the stall, yeah, and shattered it into a billion pieces. And then he leans up under it, and he's like, "You guys rock tonight." <laughs> and then I was like pulling pieces of door out of my leg for yeah. like a half hour, Jeez. watching this dude pound out three chicks. Jeez. And that was the worst part of being in a band. Now, was this mid-show? Well, yeah, there was another band on stage. Okay, Head oh, okay. Was, you were off. Okay. Head P was on stage, and my band just got off. Mm-hmm. And then Mushroom Head was headlining the show. Mm-hmm. So they were like the, the drummer, who's now the drummer for Marilyn Manson. Really? He, like, kicked That's the wild. door and shattered it into a thousand pieces. Oh, shit. So all these girls that was, he was boning, got to watch me take a shit. Yeah. I'm sure that turned cute. them on. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. That's awesome. That was That's a sight. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Now, outside of Cleveland, like, uh, in your other worldly travels, what's it, like, do you have any other places that kind of uh, hyped you up? Like, 
I, on 420, the best place to be is is uh, the Golden Gate Park. Uh, over the Golden Gate Bridge? Under it. Under, under it. it. Really? The Golden Gate Park's under the Golden Gate Bridge. Okay. It's a place called Hippie Hill. Hippie Hill. That sounds there, like a great place to be on 420. If you go there on 420, yeah. you will smoke like 10 pounds of weed. <laughs> Everything that you can imagine to eat, they have, and it's all weed infused. Sure. And then by 420, everybody is tired uh-huh. and like everybody's exhausted leaves. everybody's just sleeping yeah they need to have a nap so everyone's just slumped on on golden gate but Park. pretty much anywhere in portland really any day of the week well they just legalized coke so they legalized everything everything everything, everything. Uh-huh. i mean i don't really know about whatever with the coke or whatever i tried it for like three years once uh, you were on it for three years mm-hmm. Once. I mean, yeah. One, I got a one continuous was this for three years. Was this while you're on tour or like anything? Oh, dude, when out? you're on tour, it's like people just dropping candy in front of you all the time. Sure, yeah, sure. You know, and like they pay you in pussy. Uh huh. You know, so like you get to get with like all kinds of hot chicks, but they don't give you money necessarily. Yeah, sometimes yeah. they give you weed mm-hmm. and like right. other drugs. Yeah. Like it's like I was a trade like, trade off situation. Yeah. yeah. Like I was like invited to be signed to a label, mm-hmm. and it was uh, Cash Money Records, and they offered yeah. me, they offered yeah. me heroin. Really? Yeah. In payment. Your payment was going to be heroin. A bunch of it. Wow. Like, I'm talking like $50,000 worth of heroin. It's because they probably wanted you and to just sell it. i just yeah. gotten out of prison, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, yeah, I'm not uh, doing that, you know? When, when, how long crazy. were you in prison for? Uh, for like two and a half years. Two and a half years? Oh, yeah. Was that on a drug charge or like what was that? Oh, yeah, it was a drug charge. Drug charge. Yeah, well, when I got my... When uh, they legalized medical marijuana here, they let me go. Yeah. Because I had a medical card on the West Coast. Sure. Nice. Um, and now I have one here. What was what was that what was that prison experience like? Where like were dudes well, taking making toilet wine? Like were you in Ohio for that? Oh, for prison? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Where, I came back and visited, and I had too much weed with me. What what prison were you? Oh, I was uh, Noble. Okay. Yeah, and then I was put in a program called uh, CBCF. It's like a cognitive, cognitive-based. Uh, I don't know, big cock. I don't know what. <laughs> cognitive-based uh, community, something. community something. Sure. Oh, they had behavioral change class. Yeah. It sucked. That's mm-hmm. what my major is: is social work. So we yeah. Well, you know, they kind of pass all these laws all the time to keep the legal system open. Mm-hmm. You know, because if they were to. Legalized weed, they couldn't afford to have heroin and, you know, cocaine and meth like to be I feel like policed. They, yeah. They, oh, yeah. They'd catch everybody like that day. You right. Know? It's like, oh, we don't. Like when, when I was in prison, 50% of the people in prison are in prison for weed. Mm-hmm. And then everybody else is like, then you're put in there with these dudes who like to like have sex with kids or have sex with other dudes and like yeah. forcefully. You know? Did you did you guys like ever identify them and like kind of go after them like beat their uh, ass or anything like that? The guys uh, in the no, pedophiles. No. Did did you Some see people, any of that? Yeah, did you ever hear of yeah. anything like that? Um, I'm gonna tell you this: that if you're a pedophile, mm-hmm. that they're gonna to fuck you. Yeah. And whoever wants to fuck you is gonna fuck you. So, let's just say I wouldn't want to do that if I was you. No, yeah. no, 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 no. It's not, it's not an interest. You think it's not a... a let's just say no, you think I'm just the, asking, yeah. You, you think that the law... Because that's what you see it... You think that the law is, like, the worst thing that can happen to you. No, no. it's, it's well, what they just turn you. their head, yeah. you know? And, and guards don't give a shit, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah, that's... And that's what you see, like, in, 
you know, TV shows and stuff is like when pedophiles get into the it's prisons, actually they not get their, as scary as really? like they play it on TV. Sure, I mean, I believe that. Yeah. They I have mean, to play it up. On I TV. was arrested for like drugs, you know. So mm-hmm. it's like I was in like an area that wasn't like how do you say uh, there wasn't like murderers, you know? Mm-hmm. No violent murders. Yeah, yeah. What, so it wasn't it wasn't a maximum like, security then? Like if you get put into a fight, I wasn't a maximum security in CBCF. That's, you were okay. That's a twenty four hour lockdown facility. Mm-hmm. Uh, like Lebanon's like a. 24 hour like a 22 hour or something I think they get like two hours outside of a cage or whatever yeah but most of it's like summer camp really yeah just going out like you have your rec time and yeah you're just trying to keep people from touching your butt (laughs) and like in summer camp everybody's trying to touch your butt sure yeah that's just the way it goes and I found out that I was good looking in jail or maybe you're a good looking man I won't lie to you I found out I was good looking in jail Uh I didn't know it in regular life (laughs) because I was a musician and stuff and Mm -hmm. that's just the way it works or whatever but when I was in jail they were like you have like your hair your facial hair grows all crazy and I was like yeah all white trash and stuff (laughs) yeah (laughs) I don't know but I guess to like dudes I'm pretty good looking Mm -hmm. Now, are the, like, the gangs within prison, like, a real thing? Like, you got your, like, are there real, like, skinheads, like, the Nazis in there and stuff? If you got, like, a Cottonmouth Kings tattoo or, like, a tattoo that, like, is kind of questionable. Yeah. You'll get your ass beat by the guards beforehand. Really? Okay, before you, yeah. Yeah, because uh, anything that's gang-related, mm-hmm. you'll pretty much get your ass beat for. Just by the guards? Just by the guards before when you, you first can... get there. They strip you down naked. Right. And you stand there. That creates headaches for them once other inmates see that Mm -hmm. shit, you know. Right. They they, like they they take you to this prison before prison. That's like a pre-prison prison, prison, you know. And uh, it's like uh, it's called uh, CRC here, Mm -hmm. but it's like a pre-prison where they find out where you're going to go to prison. Right. You know, and if you've got any gang signs. You're going to a different prison. Mm-hmm. You know, I had like a bunch of weed tattoos. So they're like, <laughs> oh, we know what you're in here for. Yeah. Like you try to get away with stuff. Like everybody's like in there for different stuff and nobody knows what everybody's in there for. Mm-hmm. Always it's tell really somebody hard. you killed somebody. It's really hard when you got freaking pot leaves on your car. Right. Like, to say it was something else. So one in jail though, what was the like the craziest other person's story that you heard? Because I know people, like secondhand say, story, you know, yeah. they kind of, they kind of like, you know, they boost themselves up a little bit sometimes anyway. So what's the craziest thing that I got a personal story that's pretty good. Sure, we'll start with that. Yeah, yeah, I worked in the kitchen in jail too. Hell yeah, you just been a chef in your life. Hell yeah, I love it. You make more money when you smuggle stuff, right? <laughs> yeah. Right. So I got this glove. It was like an extra large glove, and I fit like 150 meatballs in it. <laughs> and then I tied it to two other gloves, uh-huh. and I put it in my underwear pocket. Yeah, because they you you I mean pretty much when you know you're gonna smuggle something you put on long johns, mm-hmm. right? But I put it in my underwear pocket, and I didn't realize how huge it looked. You know, like 150 meatballs, like the kind of meatballs that we serve like up there. Yeah, yeah. like 150 of them. Sure. Like in a glove, tucked under my shit, and I'm like walking around, and it's like you got like a nice around, little window. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, everybody's like laughing and shit. And then the dude like. The dude that pats you down when you get back in the room, he's like up here and he gets about here and he's like, oh my God, what is that? I'm like, I got an erection. <laughs> <laughs> he can't just pass it off. It's warm too, dude. Yeah. yeah, like, yeah you know? He grabbed a t- little tip of one of those meatballs. He's like, <laughs> he's like, oh my God. So how many cigarettes could you get for a meatball? Uh, actually, cigarettes were expensive. Really? Okay. It was yeah, like five bucks like, for a cigarette. Cigarettes and are like money. Mm-hmm. Now if you're in prison, a cigarette's like five bucks for like a little... It's a, a cigarette that's been broken into four and then rolled into a, a cigarette that's like a pinner. Hell yeah. That's okay. like five bucks. Okay, damn. 
So if you want to smoke, you probably don't want to get arrested. Yeah. Unless you're so in then, Kentucky. Then I heard they can smoke all day. Really? In Kentucky? In yeah. Kentucky prisons, they just yeah. smoke as much as they want. That's what I hear. I smoked weed in prison, you know, because uh, somebody smuggled it. Right. Pretty much what you do is, is you go out, like I worked in the kitchen, so they'd have trash, they'd have us go take trash out, and uh, somebody would drive by the trash can and throw a bunch of stuff on the side of the trash can, like all kinds of drugs and stuff, and put them in bags. Yeah. Right. And then it was our job to take the trash out. So, basically... I would just have my pants fall down all the time. They're like, oh, shit, my <laughs> pants fell down. Did you guys see that? Right. You know, and then the guard would be all like, usually it's a female guard or whatever, and she's all flirting and stuff, and she's like, oh, my God, I can't believe your pants fell down. <laughs> and I'd be like, you know, like, you know, <laughs> like dance running around with my pants down, you know, because yeah. I got paid in cigarettes to, uh, mm-hmm. to, to distract. Be a distraction. My job was the distraction. I That's guess. always a very important job in a high It is, though. Yeah. yeah. No, no, I was the distraction. You know, yeah, because you well, can't just like half-ass it and then no. just like turn like, your head. You got the one, the one female card. Like every time I go to beat it, you know, because mm-hmm. you you've, you got to beat it somehow. Oh right? sure, you got to find a way. But you yeah. got yeah, to you got to pretty much corner. go to the shower you area. To your corner. You go to the shower area, but that's where people smoke, you know. So like, this female guard would always come up and she'd always like whenever I'd be beating it hard and I'd be like about to get off. I'd look up and be like, oh my god, there she is, <laughs> and, <laughs> and I'd finish you off right then and there. And then, like, yeah. <laughs> I'd wake up at, like, 2 o'clock in the morning, and she'd be like, I need Thompson to wash my car. <laughs> you know, and I'd be like, all right, yeah. At 2 in the morning, you're getting your I'm getting up to go wash her car. car. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. yeah, and they're like, he's naked right now. And they're like, she's like, I've seen him before. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen everything there is to see. Yeah, but, yeah the, the most crazy thing that I've heard was just, I mean, you didn't really hear it. you just seen the after effects yeah. of it. Yeah, Like, semen diarrhea. That's pretty yeah. gross. You see something like that, and you're like, oh, man, I'm never uh-huh. going to the bathroom again. <coughs> One time I was taking a shower. Oh, gumbo. Yeah. And I was taking a shower, and I was in there by myself. <laughs> and I was like, whatever. And then all of a sudden I hear this. And I turn around, and there's this, like, seven-foot-tall black dude with tits. Yeah. Like, jerking off. Uh-huh. You know, like. Yeah, yeah. Full, full, full motion. Yeah, it's yeah. Full like, crank. Yeah. It's like I just was in the middle of washing my hair. <laughs> and I finished washing my hair in the toilet in my room. Uh-huh. Let's just say I just stopped washing my hair and everything and just was like, oh, shit, I'm out of here. Sure. And then I had to have a sit down with that guy mm-hmm. because it's still like kind of rational, you know, where you're kind of like you got that rationality going on. Yeah. Where you can like if you know somebody wants to fuck you, you can be like, yeah, that's never going to happen. Uh-huh. You know, but. You know, like, sometimes they, they want to fuck you because it's, like, gang-related, you know? Sure. But usually they want to fuck you just because they've... How would it, like, you were you Like, imagine if you've never been, you've never, you're, or you've spent, like, the last five years not knowing what a woman smelled like. Yeah. Like, I mean, I could see it. I just wasn't there long enough, I guess, you know? Yeah, for sure. And, you know, I had a, a super hot girlfriend waiting on me. Yeah. You know, and she'd send me... Hell letters, yeah, dude. And you could smell, you can smell, like perfume off the picture yeah then all of a sudden it's like super erection yeah you know and you're like oh yeah that's what a woman smelled like really yeah and imagine if all you smelled was like dicks and assholes all the time Mm -hmm. yeah so i definitely don't recommend it just for that yeah and imagine like no matter how hard you clean it Uh like it always smells like dicks and assholes and they don't have air conditioning (laughs) the smell of dicks and assholes should yeah (laughs) meth mouth isn't even that as bad really yeah 
I mean, what are your experiences with meth mouth? Uh, was it was it in the in prison or? Oh no no! I mean, in prison, one well, jail, right? Yeah. The weirdest thing about meth heads is they'll let them go because they know that they're going to get arrested again like four days later. Sure. Right. You know, so they'll keep them long enough for them to wash their hair. You know, they might be in there for a month if it takes them a month to wash their hair. But as soon as they wash their hair, for real, they let them go. Do you think that's out of, like, the kindness of their heart? Just, like, let the kid wash his hair? Or is that, like, a required... No, it's because they want to bring them right back in. Okay. Like, if you get caught with heroin... Mm -hmm. There's a pretty good chance that if they let you go, you're going to get caught with heroin again in the next couple days. And you're probably dealing with people who they deal with all the time. So they're watching you leave and come in and out of houses. They're building building bigger cases on all these people. Sure, they're just stacking. That's that's really what the law is completely about. It's not about heroin because they supply the heroin, it's not about cocaine because they supply the cocaine. It's been proven. You know, like yeah. the Noriega trials and everything else, and Mitch McConnell's family, like they're the biggest like cocaine dealers in the United States. Is mm-hmm. some of our own government? Oh know? yeah, sure. No, I'm, I'm, yeah, we're we're big what, conspiracy theories. Now this isn't conspiracy so. yeah. at all. That's so, I know that's true. Yeah, shit. yeah, yeah. It's, it's just true. It's things that people don't actually know or understand, right. or, or don't or don't want to. Yeah, exactly. Don't, don't talk, talk about because they don't want to. They don't. Well, wanna. after you get locked up, you realize that it's just a number game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and you're like, you're not really in trouble for weed. Every head's a dollar. You're in trouble because you didn't make that money for them. Yeah. Well, aren't prisons, like, ran by, like, a third-party company? And most private industry. Private industry. That's what I meant. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's another reason why they keep changing the laws. Uh Uh-huh. But then they don't tell you that they changed the law. Yeah. Like, all of a sudden, you'll just find out something. You vote on the law, but there's clauses in the laws. Oh, you don't vote on any of it. Really? No, you don't vote on any, any of that. Like, maybe to legalize something, but when it becomes time to, like, make something illegal, nobody's ever voted to make anything illegal, like, in the people-wise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's all the government. Sure. At the end it's of the like, day, it's it's big government making the choices. They've pretty There's much no proved that, and this is, like, without the shadow of a doubt, that the reason that marijuana was illegal was because people like William Hurst owned a paper company, uh-huh. and he hated jazz musicians, and he was prejudiced. Mm-hmm. You know, and he realized that, like, they started this thing where they made it to where they had to. Because uh, hemp can be can be used register. to make paper, right? Yeah, yeah. So to, that was a whole industry. You had to register to get married, like if you wanted to marry like outside of like your race. You know what I mean? Yeah. And since they uh, just legalized, like they just made slavery illegal, mm-hmm. like they had to come up with new things to get people arrested for. Sure. You know, and uh, all throughout the history of the United States, right after we won the the Revolutionary War, the Sultan of Turkey shipped over like 500,000 pounds of marijuana. Really? Yeah. Just like out of the goodness of his heart? Like this isn't him. This is marijuana. He yeah. shipped marijuana because they just won their independence against uh, England. Right. You know, so they just gave them a bunch of stuff, and they had Turkish tobacco parlors all over this country and that wasn't tobacco it wasn't tobacco yeah. until like about the 90s Turkish tobacco was weed mm-hmm. but now it's Turkish tobacco sure yeah but weed was like something that like everybody did you know like in the 70s in the 60s during Vietnam 
yeah. Like my uncle went to Vietnam and found out about weed while he was in Vietnam. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I guess found out about heroin while he was in Vietnam. Mm-hmm. Like all these countries. Like opium, same thing. I said yeah, the, op- right. the, the poppy plant, isn't that what it is? Oh, like yeah. Where it's all derivative. All these countries yeah. that we're at war with, they have common things, every single one of them. Is that one of them, they don't have a Rothschild bank. And the second one is, is oh, usually, started on the Rothschild. usually weed and marijuana and everything's legal in those countries. Yeah. yeah. Like they're growing all those things. Mm-hmm. And the they're making reason, money off of it. Yeah. The only reason we were in Afghanistan until last year was because we were guarding opium fields. So I was just saying, uh, that's the only reason. Big mm-hmm. opium fields uh, in the Middle East who is region. It? They grow really well there. I've heard Look, that. There's this company, this, this pharmaceutical company here in the United States that is well known for for Oxycontin, right? It's not Purdue Pharmaceuticals, is it? They're the ones that uh, did the whole... They started it's they, one they started the whole epidemic. The, it's one of them. Yeah. But uh, they actually grow all that for them. Mm-hmm. So it's not like... It's kind of like... You know how they tell us it's synthetic and everything else? Yeah. It's not. They're selling heroin. Mm-hmm. You know, just that they've changed it and altered it slightly. Just a little bit. Yeah. yeah just like that's Adderall. There's so many different, yeah. Like Adderall is like one slight, like, millicron of a difference between meth and Adderall. Mm-hmm. You know, so like if you've done Adderall, you've done meth. You know, it's just sure. that it's a doctor-made version. Sure. It's a pill form. <coughs> it's it's nice. pure meth. It's not and anything now, shitty. You don't even have it. to go to the doctor to get meth. So the same thing that they did... It's all the heroin junkies. They're doing to the meth junkies right now. Right. They're like, oh, we can make it easier for you to get Percocets. Mm-hmm. You know, we can make it easier for you to get, like, you can just go on Facebook and you can sign up for Adderall now. Yeah. On Facebook? On really? Facebook. I see it on TikTok. How does right. that work through you Facebook? Give them, you pay them 50 bucks and they give you a prescription for it. You pay, like, a doctor? Yeah. You FaceTime the doctor for, like, a minute and he says, yeah, you need Adderall. Right. And you pay for it. Really? And you get it. Yeah. So, I didn't know but, but the messed up thing about meth too is, is that in the state of Ohio, uh-huh. they made it to where you can have up to a gram of meth and it's not a crime. In Ohio? Yeah. Wow. So like you see all these people with like, they have to have a lot of meth to go to jail for meth. Sure. You know? And uh, like, it's crazy. Like they can have up to like, I think it's like almost a gram. Mm-hmm. And if you get caught with like, you know, like a couple ounces of hair of weed, you know, you're going to get in trouble. Sure. Now, where do you think, like, where do you think all this is leading? Do you think, like, how, like, with, with Portland legalizing everything and how Ohio is now, you, you mentioned, is legalizing, you know, small well, amounts of meth. Do you think it's heading towards a drug, like, a open drug state that we have, like, across the Ohio. country? Not in Ohio. No. Uh, you know, this, every other country or every other state that you go to, because I've lived in a bunch of other states. Sure. When I lived on the West Coast, they're like, oh, the probation state. Mm-hmm. When they talk about Ohio, because whenever anybody from California or Oregon goes through this part of the country, they get arrested and then they get put on probation. Really? So it's like, like a, just trap, like what do you like traveling through it or like yeah, staying yeah, for a just while? Or, okay. Staying for a little bit. Like just say they're say they're like driving through they, on the, seventy. The, 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 the statement for Ohio is: you go there on vacation and you leave on probation. I don't know many people go to Ohio for vacation. Well, if you live on the West Coast and you got family over here, I guess like family is a good reason. Yeah, but like yeah. I don't know, like but when you come to visit your family, you bring stuff. Yeah, for sure. Know? And your family's like, what do you think they want the most? 
you know, let's say that you lived in Oregon, right? Because I lived in Oregon for like 10 years. Right. Whenever I come home to visit, what do you think my family asked me to bring? We, you know, everything. A little like, oh, you got the everything there. Uh-huh. Bring it home, you know, and then you bring it home. And like last time I brought my stuff home, my dad asked me to bring him a bunch of weed, right? Right. So I brought like 15 pounds Damn. home with me. How, how, do you, how do you manage that without getting like a smuggling I was charge? allowed to have 16 in the state of Oregon. But like, how, I'm saying like, how do you travel? Did you drive? Did you fly? Like what was... Um, I drove. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, my dad died like two days after I got home. Sure. So I was kind of like, my mom didn't want any drugs at her house because my mom didn't smoke weed. Mm. So then all the weed that I just sold my dad, I pretty much just gave the money back to my mom, you know, because mm-hmm. my dad died. And then I kept all that. Well, then I didn't live here, mm-hmm. you know, so I had to hide it in my trunk. Right. You now, which isn't a great place. No, it's not. Yeah. But that's how I got in trouble. Is that what led to your to your drug charge and then eventually the car I got situation? pulled over and I had too good a shit. Yeah. And, you know, like the dude had an erection after he saw it. Because like, <laughs> it was so much. Yeah, he's like, I've never seen this. Yeah. I had like the skunk number five. Really? And it smelled like biscuits and gravy. <laughs> you know, when you smoked it, it just, yeah. you know, it was some bomb. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, they, they had an erection for it, like right off the bat. Mm-hmm. And in fact, I asked my lawyer to ask like if we could see it mm-hmm. in court. Yeah. You know, because I didn't believe they still had it. And they wouldn't let me see it. Because they didn't have it. Because they didn't have it. But you know, if they don't have it, they have to, if you ask to see it, they're supposed to let you see it. Mm-hmm. And if they don't have it, they're supposed to prove that they don't have it because the first time I got arrested, they had to let me go because they didn't have it. Yeah. You know? It's like, like a no, what do they actually What do they do with that then? Do they sell it off? Do they, off the evidence locker? They smoke it? They sell it? Sure. Well, nowadays they smoke it and stuff, but before, their butthole would pucker up. Mm-hmm. They'd be like... What is this? Mm-hmm. You know, and I'd be like, "Yeah, oh, that's a turkey." You know, <laughs> like really honestly, like one time the cops came to my house. Right. This was after I got arrested on one charge. They let you go, and then they raid you, right? So they were there, and they couldn't even find all the weed. I didn't even know that this was weed because mm-hmm. it was purple. <laughs> you yeah. know, and they're like, "Well, we went in there, and we just we just don't know what the weed is." You know, so they don't even really know. Mm-hmm. It's kind of funny because you would think that they would have like people smoking weed in front of them all the time you know right they know it yeah but they say like whenever they pull you over whether they smell weed or not they're always like i smell weed yeah it's like well actually and i've had i I had a buddy uh from high school uh he has he barely has ever drank has never smoked in his entire life gets pulled over one night in delaware which is just north of uh columbus gets pulled over up there and and they come up they go we smell we smell a, a odor and we'd like to search your car. Well, that's where I got arrested. And that's how they get up. I got arrested in Mount Gilead. Okay. Yeah, which yeah, is yeah, the yeah. exit above Delaware. I drive through there all the time. Which is Mount Gilead. Going down to yeah, Cleveland. don't ever stop if the cops like yeah. <laughs> Just drive. Keep driving. And, you know, they'll find you at the next exit. But anyways, he, he gets he gets pulled over it. And, and you know, like I said, he, he no way he has anything on him. And they, and they fabricate this scent out of nowhere. Oh, yeah. They go in the back in the trunk. All he has is fishing rods back there. Dude's a fisherman. Right. And, and they sit there and they keep him there for another two hours. You know, before you know, they they eventually get you know spooked off or whatever it ended up being. But it, it, that's that's just crazy to me that you know they, they that, that proved that proved to me that they really will fabricate that out of nowhere just to search your car just to get in there. And, oh yeah, and to do start something because of the loopholes. Mm-hmm. It'd just be like it's Delta Eight. You will yeah. have to test it. 
you know, and then you save yourself like six months, mm-hmm. you know, or just say, or have a Delta Eight like package in your car, be like, you know, because that's the that's just, the strand that has been like it's utilized. Hemp. Yeah, it's basically hemp. It's the same thing. It's just a, you know, like they bred it for paper instead of breeding it for smoking. Yeah, you know, like oh, we'll use it for both. You know? Yeah, well, mm-hmm. see, they found out that they can use it for THC. So what they do is, is they make hash out of it, out of the out of it, because you can't get high off of it by itself. And then they spray the hash on the nugs. Right. So then you think that you're getting really high, and it lasts like for like five minutes. I don't know. It's shitty. Gotcha. Then you get a headache afterwards. <laughs> then when you're masturbating, you're like, oh, God, I got a fucking <laughs> headache. That's when you need the coculus. <laughs> Dude, I, I, you know, I was watching a movie the other day. Right. And somebody said, oh, yeah, I'm coming up with this virtual reality thing where, you know, like they could use their dick, you know. But they never said calculus, so I still got it. You still you still yeah, have you the name. You got the patent, man. I yeah. think the walculus is going to be just as popular. Take us through the walculus, because I was fascinated by this. So, so yeah. everyone's familiar with the oculus. The, right. the virtual reality. Virtual reality goggles you wear that take you wherever you want to go. My man had a great idea for something called the walculus. Yes, and the coculus. Right. And the joculus. And the, the walculus, yeah. yeah. What's, now, take us through the walculus for people. The walculus. Is a is a uh, a training a food training program right. for a walk. Uh-huh. You know that's that's, a, that's, that's a a Asian. You know, like let's imagine if you wanted to cook. Mm-hmm. If you wanted to cook and you wanted to uh, cook virtually, I don't understand why you would want to do that. But just There's like little kids that yeah. like got jobs, you know, they're like I'm playing virtual work. You know? <laughs> it's like I'm sorry, little Timmy. What all would come with the walkulus? Like, would you get like a? Oh, you would get a a, a walk. Full, you know, full set. Yeah, yeah. What all would come in that full and set? And it would have, like, wall. fake chicken. You know? Really? Well, yeah, you got to pretend, like, you know, you're feeding Wouldn't the, the fake chicken be, like, simulated in the in the? Simulation? Oh, yeah, I never like, thought of that. Yeah, you wouldn't need, like, a physical... Would you get, you'd get, I was going like, to make a tofu. <laughs> What's up? I hate you would tofu. Get, you would get, like, utensils, yes. like the little tools you use in the right. walk. Something like that. Mm-hmm. I'm not allowed to actually talk about that. Is, you, what, you got a copyright on it or something? Oh, no, no. I'm just making it seem like it's more, uh, how do you say, secretive than it really is. <laughs> Got the Manhattan. I actually had a bunch here. of restaurant ideas that was better than this. Uh, the uh, What's your best restaurant idea? It's probably the walkout with my cock out. <laughs> it's a chicken recipe. Right. It's like Asian chicken recipes. Uh-huh. And you, so it's just an Asian restaurant. Yeah. But like where does the, with the cock out, like where does that come into play? Chicken. You know, like rock out with the cock out, with the, okay. except it's right. Oh, it's just chicken. Okay, okay. It's not okay. walk. Yeah, it's yeah, walk. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I get you, I get you. But it's a chicken recipe. Um, now, like, going back, so like you but said... Shinobi's Ninja Pizza by the Slice. Shinobi? What? Shinobi's Ninja Pizza by the Slice. Okay. All right, check this so out. So what kind of... I like that name. It's very, talking it's very about rolly. Yeah. Like, you, you, basically, it's just a regular pizza, but you push it out in front of this window, uh-huh. and there's this dude with a, with a sword, you right? Know? And he's like... Cutting the pizza, he's like, yeah, yeah. So it's more of like dinner with a show but type of thing. There, he really isn't cutting the pizza. He's acting. You don't actually like you can't. It's, there's actually they pull it to the side and somebody actually cuts the pizza. Yeah, yeah. But like he cuts it, and it looks like it's like he's like really going at it. You know. So I like, feel like that's more of like a marketing tool. Like you just oh, have yeah. a big dude with a sword. I mean, what would be the point yeah. of having a big dude with a sword other than that? <laughs> other than awesome. grabbing attention, yeah. Yeah. I would I would go there just to see a dude cut right. pizza with I mean, a sword. Like it's now, like when you say sword, like you, you've seen Indiana Jones, right? The original one, uh, uh, Raiders, where he like faces that big dude with like the big like uh, what do you call that, like flared sword or whatever. 
Like, would it be that kind of sword? Would it be like a medieval sword? Like, what's the type I'm of sword we're talking katana. about? It's, it's, a it's katana. A katana would be badass. Since it's shinobi, it's probably, yeah. It's going to be like a ninja sword. Like a, like a ninja sword? Yeah. Okay. I can deal yep. with that, yeah. Like the ones you keep over your... But everybody that works there is going to have to, like, shave their eyebrows, like, to where they got, like, little points. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, think about it. Have you, have you talked to... I'm not allowed to have tattoos where we work, where I work. You believe that? They're like, you're, you're not allowed to have tattoos. I'm like, what do you want me to do? Get rid of them? Have, have you spoken to any investors about these restaurant ideas? Um, well, uh, no. <laughs> People with money don't talk to me. They'd be amazed. Well, I mean, if they want have money for weed, yeah, yeah they talk to me then. They're like, yeah, want to get some weed. I got a little bit of money. People with a lot of bit of money, you know. Uh-huh. Now, to change gears a little bit, you mentioned earlier you've lived in a lot of different places. Yeah. Was Portland your favorite place to live, or did you have uh, another place that was, was up there? I'd say either Portland or San Francisco. San Francisco. Okay. Well, was, I lived was, in Hawaii for a while. That was okay. Oh, that's cool. Where in Hawaii you live? I lived in uh, Oahu. Really? Yeah. Well, how long down you... there too? And I was growing weed there. I was oh, playing yeah. music too. Mm-hmm. Nice. Were you like playing at a resort or something? Or? No. Uh, in Oahu, you play at the mall. Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, think about it. Let's say that you're in a city that's like the size of Wilmington, mm-hmm. except it's surrounded by ocean. Right. You know. So. They don't really have music venues. They got like one venue in Oahu, and it's called End of Bananas. Mm-hmm. You know, and then the rest of it's all you play at the mall. Okay. Like, do they have the any type of like amphitheater at the mall, or is it just in the food court? Or it's in the food court. Really? You'll be in the food court, and like I'll be, I was playing, and then across from me is like Jack Johnson playing. <laughs> you know, and it's like yeah. we could hear each other playing and looking at each other, and it's like, it's like hey man, how you doing? Was, was like, this was this when you were with your band, or was this when you? Oh, were this was Zebulon of Babylon. Yeah. Um, now, like, what was it, like, how, in what distinguishable ways was Hawaii different from, like, the continental United States? Uh, well, if you told them you're from Ohio, they're like, oh, you're from Ohio. Ohio. They didn't know where Ohio was. Uh-huh. They assumed it was Idaho. Because <laughs> most of them, have, if they come to a United, to this part of the states, it's the western they part. They stay yeah. on the west coast. Sure. Yeah, and they're yeah. like, Oh, you, I've been to Cali, you know. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, yeah, I live in Ohio. And but the like, Midwest? What the hell's the Midwest? The, you know? There's no yeah. water there. Yeah. And they make fun of you for it. Really? For being yeah. from the Midwest? Just because yeah. you don't have any water? Or? Uh, because you don't, I mean, if you're from the Midwest, you're, you're not going to be swimming in shark-infested waters. No, 100%. Much. Yeah. The best you know, we got like, is like, oh, sharks in your water? has pollution. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, like, you're like, yeah, I don't think I'll be swimming in that, you know? Yeah, no, no, no. And then there's, like, these, like giant waves on part of the beach sure yeah. that are like 12 foot tall and like you can't that's even, where they do like the surfing championship. you can't even stuff, go yeah. to the water pretty much and then if you're not from there you know and I wasn't I'd never been like uh-huh. seen waves that high so I'm like walking around and then all of a sudden I almost drowned to death and they're like you're supposed to lay on your stomach oh okay no so one yeah, told like, me I didn't know yeah. that <laughs> well let's just say if you see a big wave coming lay on your stomach Will it carry you through or like what's the uh, you just kind of make it, you just kind of move right through it okay but if you don't the wave catches you, and uh, the current pushes you and buries you under the sand. Oh, yeah, that's that's a no-go. Did you ever try your hand at surfing while uh, you were down there? No. No? No. Does, is that nothing that ever really intrigued you? I mean, when I was a little kid, I uh, boogie boarded quite a bit. Hell yeah. But, uh, I need a good boogie board. Yeah, I never never surfed. Mm-hmm. I was uh, like pretty busy usually when I was there, mm-hmm. and I never had the opportunity to surf. And then there's like sharks all over the place, Yeah. and you could see them. Yeah. You know, so like you'll yeah. just be chilling, and then all of a sudden you'll see this giant thing swimming by. Right. And I'm not in with that. I'm not down with that. No, 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 no. no. I'm not trying to mess with no shark. Bro. There's a yeah. place called the Blue Room. 
which is pretty cool. And you jump into this hole. And then you swim underwater for like a minute. Uh-huh. And then you end up in this place where they got raves all the time. It's like they a, got like full-ass parties in that Full-ass rave. Like all wow. The time. That's lit. It's like being in a different universe. It's called the Blue that's Room. That's really cool. The Blue Room. I'll have to yeah. look that up. Yeah. That's cool. But so that you have to like leave the rave by swimming again? Uh, yes. The only way in or out was through water. Yeah. That is cool. Yeah. Are you, uh, is Zebulon Babylon, is that on uh, Spotify or anything like that? Oh, yeah, it's on everything. On Spotify? Hell yeah. yeah. All right, everybody, check out Zebulon Babylon. Yeah. Of course. On Spotify, for sure. I mean, uh, yeah, don't check it out on Spotify, not OnlyFans. So <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a cool. But if you want to see my concept, dick. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> All right, brother, I appreciate you coming in. We about ran out of time. This kind of reminds me of porn, you know, about how. How does this remind you of porn? I was so young then. Then? What? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Did you do porn? No, I'm kidding. Okay, all right. Thank you, Lord. I mean, everyone that would have been sweet. <laughs> Hasn't everyone done a little bit of porn, you know? <laughs> it's the only way It's the only way you can get your girlfriend to show off her vagina for cameras. You know? <laughs> <laughs> all right, folks. Thank you for joining us here on another episode of The Talk of Shame. As always, my name has been Tim Triplett. I've been alongside Brent Ponicor. And we had Mr. Zebulon with us here tonight. Yep. Waka waka. Waka waka is his final words. Feel free to follow us on Twitter at the underscore talk of shame. And we'll see you again soon. And now, folks, it's time to say goodnight. We sincerely appreciate your patronage and hope we've succeeded in bringing you an enjoyable evening of entertainment. Please drive home carefully and come back again soon. Good night. Good night.